Star Wars 7x7 episode 3157. Today on our deep dive into episode 10 of The Bad Batch, we're going to focus on a little bit of episode 10, but also look at a trend that's developing across the season so far, which is a very political one indeed. Punch it! Hey Rebel Riser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So we talked about politics and Star Wars a bit in 2022. We talked about it as far back as into the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. And then of course the Andor series was very political in nature. Well, it turns out that season two of The Bad Batch is also dealing with some very weighty political topics and they haven't necessarily been really at the forefront per se, like not hitting you directly over the head with it. But this time with the most recent episode retrieval, it is out there and blatantly obvious. But before we talk about that, I do want to circle back to some of the other examples of very political storytelling in terms of The Bad Batch and Star Wars this season, starting with the concept of war profiteering. This was introduced to us in the first two episodes of the season, Spoils of War and Ruins of War, where we find out that Count Dooku was amassing a fortune for himself as part of the Clone Wars, but not just doing it from you know other systems like systems within the confederacy of independent systems but also on sereno himself he was just gathering as much wealth as he possibly could to the degree that when we see this war chest that he had assembled there are giant cargo containers multiple gigantic cargo containers that are being used by the empire to repossess all this wealth Basically, in addition to collaborating with another fellow Sith to enable the downfall of the Galactic Republic, he was also trying to enrich himself by any and all means possible. Then, in the episode Tribe, we see the Empire employing mercenaries for all intents and purposes. This case, it's the Trandoshans, who they've said, yeah, you can go ahead and loot and pillage the planet of Kashyyyk and help us you know, take all the resources that we can possibly take out of it. But in the meantime, we know how much you hate Wookiees, so just go ahead and have a blast. Now, the mercenary thing has been going on for so long in history. I mean, it's ridiculous. There were mercenaries operating on behalf of the United States in the Iraq war in the early 2000s. There are mercenary groups being employed by Russia and Ukraine right now, just to give a couple of examples. But the Trandoshans and the Bad Batch kind of go even farther than some of our real world counterparts. That's basically an utter genocide that the Trandoshans would like to commit in terms of the Wookiees. They would be perfectly happy happy to wipe them off the face of the galaxy. And speaking of wars, another political issue that they've tackled in season two is veterans affairs. What do you do with the soldiers who have dedicated their lives to protecting the Republic, but who are now no longer needed? And the fact that that's even an issue under consideration of whether to help them in the first place is rather shocking to see in the Bad Batch as we do in episodes 7 and 8, Clone Conspiracy and Truth and Consequences. There's an intimation made by Admiral Rampart that they don't have the money to take care of the clones 
in their you know, decommissioned future, they have to spend that money for building up the new conscripted army, except that there's a whole bunch of money that apparently has been earmarked for you know, assisting the clones and he can't explain where it's gone. He can just say, oh, I'm not at liberty to say with these things, but gee whiz, isn't it a surprise that with the Imperial military, the money has suddenly disappeared and for nefarious purposes, no doubt. Now, I grant you what happens in the real world, at least here in the U.S., with Veterans Affairs is a bit more complicated than the scenario with which we're presented with the Bad Batch this season. But still, to be able to have that kind of conversation is pretty remarkable. And it even goes back to the Obi-Wan Kenobi series when we see a clone trooper who is just basically homeless on the street as Obi-Wan Kenobi is searching for the kidnapped Leia Organa. And that's a challenge homeless veterans that we're facing in our own world as well. For another clone topic, we have situations happening with defections and manipulation because the Empire is using the clones for their dirty work and the clones are somehow waking up to the realization that this is happening. We've talked about this in a previous episode, uh, both with the Truth and Consequences and also with the Solitary Clone, that's episode three, where we have Cody and Crosshair going on that one mission. And in the Clone Conspiracy slash Truth or Consequences two-parter, you have Rex saying that more and more of their brothers are waking up to what's been done to them. You have another clone officer who saw the bombardment of Camino and knows that it wasn't a cataclysmic storm, but it was actually a mass murder by the Empire. And even at the end of Ruins of War in episode two, they kind of presage the fact that clones are going to be mistreated by the Empire right off the bat when Admiral Rampart kills that one clone because he wants to file a report saying that they saw the Bad Batch and... He says, no, the Bad Batch is supposed to be dead and I need to keep it that way. Otherwise, it's going to be a problem. So he shoots the clone officer because that's his solution. And now with the most recent episode of Retrieval, there are a couple of ways you could go with this one. You could look at it as a way of talking about deregulation in industry and the fact that there are no regulatory standards. There's no oversight of what's happening in this mining operation. You can look at it from the perspective of minimum wages and workers' rights. And you have a similar theme to the idea of Count Dooku's war profiteering in the sense that Mako, the guy who's running that mine is just amassing all the wealth for himself so whatever idea of trickle-down economics he's implemented basically uses soup as the trickle-down while back in his quarters he has food spread out across every possible surface and he's just grabbing one thing and another and going nom 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 and when a droid tells him that all of his miners are waiting to hear the results of top earner status he's like they can wait for me all this to say that the bad batch is taking its place in the pantheon of political star wars storytelling and man for an animated series that's supposed to be directed at an audience that's younger than the audience for obi-wan or the mandalorian or certainly the Andor series, yeah, they are tackling some very weighty issues in the midst of creating a spectacular entertainment for us as well. So that's what I've got for you on this episode of the podcast. That's going to do it for the show. And it just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it, as always. And may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. 
7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, other respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.